Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Bad Batch, the penultimate episode, aired on Friday. Ooh, wow. Many things I didn't predict happened. And gosh, they're building up for a really good... The one thing we got, we also got the reveal that there is going to be a Bad Batch season two. Hell so, yeah. So we are both very happy about that because the show is really, really well done. Um, and we very much enjoyed it from the, but I mean, let's just, we talk about that when the final episode is aired, but here we are, the penultimate episode where we really wondered what was going to happen after the ending of the other one with Hunter in the position he was in with Crosshair with that meeting coming together again. And let's, let's first talk about Crosshair because this, this is like mind blown. I'm blown. This is yeah. not a way I thought his character or his perception of thinking, the way he, his point of view on the events that had happened across this season was yeah. not where I thought he was going to be coming on, uh, coming from whatsoever. I mean, I like, okay, I saw, I've, I've got written down here Crosshair always had his chip removed. He is an evil bastard, you know. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I was watching this the first time, I mean, I was making well, notes. Yeah, was like, always because he doesn't reveal that. He just says it doesn't matter. Yeah, and that I mean, that for me was like wow, like because you know we've been talking about this, and this is what's so great about but the Bad Batch is, you know, in terms of like for Star Wars fans and seeing clones and in Order sixty six and how, you know, how. Uh, Palpatine essentially has influence through this one order over all these men through this kind of ingrained chip and we've been discussing how much does the chip play you know how much of a role does it play in terms of their personality and Crosshair like wow I mean that for me was like whoa like okay we've actually got like a proper villain here but even but I mean in this episode like there are things that he does where it's like okay yeah he's, he's marked himself as the villain but then he also helps the Bad Batch you know um and kind of you know kind of screws over the empire by the end you know um which again for me was like what like i did not see that coming you know like like you i was so shocked by and actually i i mean i loved it though you know the writing was here was like wow like i i, I don't really know what to expect you know mm-hmm. like that was the kind of you know i was just I don't know. I, I felt that you know we'd we'd always been talking about like Crosshair and how much the chip had had kind of impacted him and stuff. And now to see that it was like a very big change. And again, it kind of throws up a whole load of questions where you're like, okay, so how much does the chip play in other people? Because you know we had Gregor in the last episode who was another clone and you know had again defied the Empire as well. And you know, so to see kind of you know him here acting like that and kind of carrying out the orders of the empire and, and, you know, I mean, wow, like that really kind of paints an interesting, an interesting character for him, you know, uh, of him. But it's also, but this is, I mean, firstly, you get the, 
you get the meeting between Crosshair and Hunter, which obviously you feel in your mind, you know exactly how this is going to go. But then, of course, it, it, it throws kind of a curveball in the way that Crosshair is dealing with the situation in kind of wanting Hunter to kind of fight his way out almost, yeah. um, or like giving him a chance, which you can see in two different ways. That's either torture of the way of taking someone out, or it's like, I still have some kind of, support for you because of the years we worked together so here's a fair chance to a certain extent not very fair one against don't know how many and then you also have the other element of crosshair where it's kind of he is following the orders of the empire but he is altering those orders to his own prerogative on many occasions isn't he and you feel you see that very much come to fruition in this episode in particular because there clearly is a lack of trust coming from the empire side on crosshair being able to command his unit and do what they want him to do hence why they've gone the opposite way away from clones to just general soldiers that they can train into their way of thinking um which you would have thought clones would do it easier if you just trade them from the get-go but anyway um so we kind of i mean we're left in this weird limbo aren't we we're, we're left in this situation where it's like we don't know where crosshair is fitting yeah to this because he's kind of not fitting with the bad batch and he's not fitting with the empire and the empire just kind of clearly want are happy to leave him behind but he you kind of got he's kind of he's trying to pin it on Hunter and the Bad Batch saying, you left me. And it's like, mm, well, they didn't really because they wanted to take you, but you were just continually <laughs> shooting at them, trying to take yeah. out. So it's, it's, quite, it's quite hard to invite you aboard a ship if you're just trying to take us out all the time. Um, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. make the easiest travel, buddy. Um, but and so he, he also says he, does, he didn't have a choice as well, which was like kind of interesting as well. It's like, but are you following the orders or are you kind of, but you did have a choice because the bad batch clearly made the choice, you know? Yeah. But he's, so it's interesting where Crosshair's sort of duty lies. Like, is he kind of, you know, I, I mean, clearly he's just like, thinks of himself as like a very dedicated soldier and serves like whoever to the maximum kind of deadly potential that he has. But, you know, it's like, I don't know, like, you did have a choice, really. You know, the Bad Batch made the best of the choice, and you kind of chose to be against them, you know? Yeah, I mean, there was clearly a choice made there to a certain extent, and it's just like good soldiers follow orders, that same old line. Mm. Um, But it was, I mean, talk about, you know, completely catching me off guard in in the way this episode laid itself out when you feel it's like this is the rescue mission they're going back to Camino um this is the whole this is the altercation this is bad batch against the empire against crosshair and this battle is going to be drawn out over two episodes that's where my head's at that's where my head you've got like two episodes to for this almost battle to commence to to you know unravel itself but completely sideswiped in the sense of now in a completely different place than I thought we're now the bad batch are not in it's it's not that clear path and 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 you know what what the the thing is because the the ending to this episode is not so much what the empire is doing to the the bad batch become a side story 
because it's it's the empire growing in the way it goes and it's taking out you know they destroy Camino. they destroy it's it's like it's the home the home of the clones absolutely it's very symbolic isn't it it's very symbolic in the sense that it's very present in live action and it's also extremely present over the seven years of the um animated series so it's it's a very like uh, just the way it was done you know with all those empty shots of yeah. like this room's empty nothing's happening here anymore nothing's happening here anymore and now the empire just going to demolish that it's really like that's really installing the bad we're evil we're going to destroy what you know your memories of where you have held loads of happy times from the previous yeah. animated series to now now that is the past and the future is the empire and that's where we are absolutely and also seeing you know in the last episode with the Prime Minister of Kamina being kind of taken out because he wouldn't go along with the Empire or because he didn't fit into the Empire's plans. Um, and then just seeing Kamino like, completely decimated. And actually, that scene with, like, the Star Destroyers kind of, like, raining down fire on it and the music in it that they used was very epic, I found. Like, and the beauty... I mean, I mean, this, you know, this is the kind of action that we've been loving in Bad Batch. It was so well shot and, and so well done. And... Yeah, quite a somber moment as well, you know, especially for like, you know, Omega, you know, I mean, she's there kind of watching her, you know, her home where she had, you know, very fond memories and, you know, I mean, where she grew up and just kind of being destroyed. And it was, you know, quite, and as you said, like, it's, it's, it's such a kind of key point for the clone story and for so much of like kind of Star Wars kind of context and how it's built that, you know, it is a very symbolic moment that this is the Empire cutting this project off and, and kind of being done with it to a certain degree. I mean, at least on a, like a, a very large scale uh, kind of industrial production of clones. I mean, we know that they, you know, take the Camino scientists uh, with them. Um, and of course, like that is why Omega is so kind of valuable as well, because she is such a pure clone. So, you know, who knows like what fate that, you know, will come down for them. But yeah, I mean, as a, it was a very interesting episode. And, you know, I, we also see as well, um, you know, when Crosshair kind of betrays the Empire, like kind of further down the line um, in the episode. And he has his kind of side soldier who sees us and reports us back to the Empire. And I think that that's kind of like, again, part of this whole Empire decision of being like, screw the clones. You know, they're, we thought they were reliable, but actually they're not as reliable as we thought. You know, they, they, yeah, they kind of follow their own like moral sort of um, moral guidance, really, depending on like what situations they've been put into. Is you know we don't just see it with the bad batch; we also see it with you know Gregor and and, and Rex, you know. Um, so like clearly, and and uh, you know, in one of the previous episodes, they were talking about how dedicated these conscripts are, like these people who have come across the galaxy to actively join the Empire. I mean, that's clearly the Empire saying like, hey, these guys want to be part of us. Whereas these guys are like kind of created and they may or may not be part of us. Like we need, you know, we want the, we want the fans, you know, <laughs> basically. So I thought, yeah, this, I mean, this whole kind of season and how it's been gearing that and like highlighting that change, you know, for the empire. I mean, it's, it's been done really well. I mean, as a Star Wars fan, you know, we've always kind of been curious as to like what that point was. And now the way that Filoni has laid it out, it's like, oh, okay, this makes a lot of sense. You know, this, this is interesting context. And, and yeah, I mean, you, you know, I mean, if I was a kind of, you know, if I was Palpatine, let's say, 
you'd think that like having these kind of this infinite kind of supply line of clones would be you know really valuable but then of course like you know if the clones are becoming like harder and harder to kind of produce ones which are like faithful to the original clone and then they're not paying attention to your orders and maybe you need more technology for them to you know be subservient to whatever order 66 or or order 67 or you know whatever orders that come afterwards um yeah it's an issue so it's i mean you know hats off to feloni in the way that they've kind of laid it out and you know to to really highlight this mega change in in the star wars universe you know and there was another thing I, uh, I quite liked. I like the fact that um, over the course of this whole entire season, you've got Omega has gone with the Bad Batch and the Bad Batch have introduced Omega to the, the different worlds within the galaxy and kind of showed her around and what it's like on this planet and this planet. And, and if you kind of get the, revo- the um, roles reverse in a mm. sense that Omega's now like, I know this place like the back of my hand. Uh, I will be able to now lend my skills in that particular element but there was also one thing that omega said and it kind of made me pause and i was kind of slightly confused because it was in particular point where they were in this room where she said this is where um you guys were grown this is where you were born um and then she was like because and she was like because i was here yeah. Or, or I watched you grow up, and it kind of makes me feel, well, how long has Omega been around then? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I age? In terms of how quick clones age and and how quickly they don't, but then I don't feel she's an accelerated clone like the others. She's more like Boba, because um, yeah. she is Bo- technically Boba's sister, if you look at it that way. Um, so she will age normally. But the Bad Batch have been around for a while-ish, yeah. like a few years. So she might must be highly advanced in her years mentally to be able to be like, yeah, I was here. I watched. I pretty much watched you guys grow and then be born and then become the Bad Batch and then head off. And yeah. now I'm back with you guys. So it kind of like, she, I, just, I was like, I don't know where I sit now with how old Omega is and how old the Bad Batch are and how that all goes absolutely i mean that was you know one of the things i kind of saw online as well as like they were talking about omega's age and how she's older than the bad batch and i was like yeah like it is quite a strange um and maybe that's kind of part of why she's so special you know as a clone that maybe she is like a kind of a slow aging clone you know or something like that that you know it's it's she's just mentally advanced but yeah, and maybe she just comes across more like a child because she spent all her time on Camino, so she never really knew much of the galaxy and the universe until yeah. the Bad Batch kind of. So she was always going to be childlike in nature because everything is a discovery, you know. Yeah. But actually, <laughs> she's she is clearly very smart and has a lot of like knowledge on on, on how the Kaminoans kind of operated and what they created as well. So yeah, it's a, it's a it's a. It, definitely throws up a lot of questions around Omega and you know and how she was kind of born and and what her role was before like you know again maybe she might have been more of a silent helper or something and then they kind of made her into a more advanced or smarter character I don't know like it it does kind of throw up questions as to like what her purpose was and what like why they created her you know 
Yeah, yeah. And Australian as well. Um, <laughs> or, yeah, or New Zealand, Kiwi to be. Or New Zealand, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but this kind of puts me in a, a particular where we always kind of discuss what we, where we think it's going to a certain extent or how we like the story developing. But this kind of, after this episode, I, I don't know. I just really don't know what's going to happen. All I'm going to ask for in this last episode is at least maybe 10 more minutes at the most extra, if possible, um, just to kind of finalise this series, because I know we're going to get some cliffhangers. And are we going to, the one thing we did pick up on before, are we going to see all these um, characters that we've referenced and seen glimpses of that appeared in cameo appearances in one or two episodes are is everyone going to band together is the empire chasing the bad batch are we going to see a big battle who knows exactly how it's going to all kind of figure out but that's how i feel particularly at the end of this episode that i just i just don't know yeah i mean this next one absolutely like how many characters will be saved for the last episode and how many will be kind of used as story points for the second season to like pick it up um, but you know, I have to say something we did get right is that we we thought the penultimate episode would bring some some big surprises. You know, like as most good series do, like the penultimate episode usually has a few like wow, you know, kind of moments in it. And this definitely provided a lot of those moments. I have to say, like you know, we've we've been yeah, I mean, we've been talking up the writing on this show for so long, and this episode really provided a lot of those kind of points of like wow, like that was actually something completely unexpected. And, you know, I mean, we, we were just assuming Crosshair was a, a villain, you know, from, from here on out. And now it's like he is a villain, but he's also kind of, he's a villain unto himself. You know, he, he's not necessarily... that doesn't feel that he is. Yeah. He feels that he hasn't changed whatsoever. He yeah. feels that he's done exactly what he was created to do, mm. be the clone and follow orders. And he... Yeah. He can't comprehend or understand the reasoning behind his brothers not following those orders. So he he just doesn't is not taking or quite seemingly has never taken morals or <laughs> you yeah. know into his thinking process or consideration why he's making his decisions. Yeah, I think he's just you know, I, it's it's interesting because he has like some very clear kind of. I think he's just so ruthless as a character that that's what makes him so evil. It's like, okay, whatever he sets his mind to, he will do whatever, like kill whoever, destroy whatever to essentially get it done, you know? And I think that's probably what makes him like such a great kind of like villainous character is that like he is just completely ruthless, you know? And that's where we kind of have this confusion. It's like, okay, with the Bad Batch, he was very ruthless, but he was at least doing things which we, you know, which were good, you know, in terms of the overall context. But for the Empire, he was also completely ruthless. And it was for, he, so he's almost like, he doesn't care who it's for. He's just going to do it in the most sort of ruthless way possible. And for that, it's almost like, yeah, like, I mean, as a character, it makes him great because he's so unpredictable, you know. We don't really know, like, you know, who he's going to be helping and, and why he's going to, well, I mean, we, I mean, we, we kind of do know why, but like, well, sometimes we don't know why, but you know, all we know is that anything he puts his mind to, it's, like, it's going to get destroyed, basically. You know? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but, so it kind of leaves us in this. I'm really excited, really excited for the last episode. 
really excited for because now knowing there's going to be a season two, we know there's going to be some sort of either a cliffhanger or a really big story shift, which is going to set us up for season two. I, I feel very much we're not in the realm of leaving the Bad Batch just flying off into the sunset and everything's all rosy. I feel that there's going to be some positives along with some negatives, not in the fact of not enjoying it, but negatives in the fact of something might happen to some characters that um, we have a, a a very warm feeling towards. So that's kind of where I feel we're going to be setting ourselves up from in this last episode. Yeah, I, I can't agree more. I mean, like, it, it's, it's, yeah, you know, we're going to, I mean, I, you know, as I said, the penultimate episode is always good. The final episode will be very interesting. I feel that there's going to be some cliffhangers, you know, that they're going to leave us on as well. And, you know, it's just going to be, but yeah, very much looking forward to it. I'm very much looking forward to season two. And, and, you know, I mean, one of the things I'm really looking forward to is like that continuing context that they keep building in the Star Wars universe the different planets that we keep visiting and, and showing that the empire change, you know, imposing their influence and, and changing how the galaxy operates. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to more of that. So, Oh God, can't wait, mate. Can't wait. Bring it on Filoni. Bring it on. Hi guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Jedi Order Podcast. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe and may the force be with you. Um, um.